right, welcome back to the Blueprint Podcast. I am your host, Melvin Banks. Buckle up, it's time to enjoy the journey. Um, guys, uh, welcome everybody who's who's on uh, right now, and um, I'm really looking forward to really digging in today, um, digging into our topic, the new normal. Uh, this is something that I think uh, all of us are dealing with right now, are trying to wrap our head around the understanding or the idea that Perhaps uh, we have found a new normal in our society as things seem to be changing uh, quite a bit uh, every single day here. It seems like, uh, it seems like uh, we're seeing different things occur and changes within our societal norms on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, so I think this would be a good time for all of us to just kind of... Uh, come together as as together as together could be nowadays where we can't gather in groups uh you know we we can't we can't do our normal things our our day-to-day -day life has pretty much been disrupted there's no waking up at you know four in the morning and and getting to the gym there's no going out to work for many of us where we we think uh you know we should be at this moment in time but more than anything it's it's us uh, together with our family members in our homes and uh, it's been a complete disruption of our societal norms and with the current state of the world and everything that's going on around us um, we see our world changing at a very rapid pace it's it's changing right before our eyes uh, in ways that we could not have anticipated even even three weeks ago I mean think about it it wasn't very long ago <clears throat> And I saw this uh, 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 social media feed earlier that had the posting that was talking about uh, Kobe Bryant and his death, he and his daughter passing away in the uh, helicopter accident. And what was interesting was off to the side of that, uh, that, that article, it said uh, scientists are working rapidly to find a cure for the coronavirus. And... That was maybe a month ago, three or four, four weeks ago, maybe, um, maybe a little bit more. But it, it doesn't seem that long ago that, you know, this, this whole virus that has now um, basically paralyzed the world was an afterthought. And today, as we look at it, in, in the past two weeks, our world has changed more in the past two weeks than I believe it's changed in the last 10 years. I mean, just think about everything that we've seen take place over the last several weeks. Um, we've had schools across the country closed down, essentially for, for the rest of the year in most cases. Um, uh, now we're seeing <clears throat> school districts around the, the country who are suddenly, um, you know, everything is distance learning. Colleges uh, have all closed down pretty much for the remainder of the semester. Everything is now online and distance learning. Uh, we see many financial institutions now are operating under a limited capacity where you can only do your banking online electronically. And the majority of American workers are working from home in some capacity right now. If they're fortunate enough, many people are not able to go to work at all. Uh, all because of this virus that's uh, kind of taken over our lives, it seems like. Just this morning... Uh, you know, I, I had the privilege of delivering a message at church through Facebook. You know, it's kind of odd whenever it's only you and, and one or two other people in the building. 
and you're delivering a message into a camera with nobody in the building watching, but you have people watching online. So, you know, it's just really been completely different. Uh, you know, it's, it's created a lot of change and it brings about the question, have we found new norms? Or, or are things ever going to go back to the way that they were before this whole virus began uh, evolving over the last several weeks? And <clears throat> really what it does is it makes us think about the circumstances that we're in. And at the same time, it helps us to place a different perspective on our lives and on the people around us, the, the things around us. And really, that's what I want to talk about today, because uh, over the last uh, several days, you know, as we've all been cooped up in our homes, we've noticed uh, or I've noticed a number of different things. And really, I'm curious about some of the things that you guys have noticed that has changed in your life as a result of uh, the COVID-19 virus. So I've seen a number of things take place for me in particular, uh, <laughs> I guess on a, on a more lighthearted note. Uh, one of the things that I've seen is all of a sudden I have time to do a number of different honeydews. Um, and I don't know if uh, you guys have seen the same thing around your home, but uh, where I once didn't quite have enough time to, to get a number of things done, whether it's painting a room, whether it's uh, patching different things, fixing the banister on the stairway uh, that has had an issue for some time. And I've walked by it probably, I don't know, a thousand times in the last year knowing that it needed to be repaired, but could never seem to find the time to do it. And all of a sudden now, all of these little things that we once kind of uh, took for granted, didn't even uh, place an emphasis or feel that it, it required our time at the moment, we, we just didn't have the time to devote to it. All of a sudden, I'm seeing little things that can suddenly get done. And, and I'm curious, I would love to hear you guys' feedback on some of the things that you're now finding time for that you didn't have time for before. I see right here, Nat Banks, um, who happens to be my brother, and I, I love the fact that he's listening in. Uh, I found that during this time, it's given me some time to do some reflecting and really pouring into personal growth. More time for me to do videos, YouTube, quality conversations with my wife. And I'll tell you what, that is a, a perfect point and a perfect segue, Nat. Um, one of the things that I've realized that I've experienced uh, in the course of this, if, if you're like me, we, we've had um, all of our children in the house pretty much every day. My, my oldest son has his own apartment. He lives right around the corner, but... I can't technically say he's moved out because he's here every day. Um, you know, he shows up um, magically every day around lunchtime and then again around dinner time. Um, and of course, he'll show up with loads of laundry. And, and uh, just like you, Nat, uh, I found over the last, uh, uh, you know, several days with my daughter who was a college student and now she's home right now. Um, because of course there's no school, she, she's not on campus, her campus job is no longer a thing. And all of a sudden we find ourselves with, where we, we only had two kids in the house for you know some time now, um, all of a sudden we find the entire family unit back together under one roof. And that for me has been, uh, it's been a number of things, um, to be quite honest with you, because it's given us the opportunity to really begin spending time with one another. 
where in many situations we we always seem to be too busy and you guys know this uh, if you if you have uh, uh, older children um, even if it's not older children just the busyness of life it, it tends to keep us from uh, spending quality time with the people around us that we love and spending time with our family and friends and you know for all of the negatives that we see taking place uh, I'm a firm believer that you know there there's there's always good in everything uh, even in the most negative of events and circumstances and certainly this would be one of those situations where it's an, a negative event but uh, if we take a step back if we take a step back and take a look at it on the whole and look at some of the things that we see taking place what are some of the good things that we're experiencing as a result um, you know and what, what uh, I've learned is uh, you know the good that we're seeing is we have my whole family back together uh, we don't know how long it'll be that we're all together and and in the same home again certainly it wasn't something that was expected but as you get older you start to find more and more value in the family unit and the idea of being together as a family. As a father, as a husband, my wife and I have both talked about this. Uh, being able to sit down together uh, and have dinner. This is something that we didn't even really do uh, enough of whenever the kids were younger and growing up, but there's a much greater value placed on it now because we, we understand just how fleeting it is, how quickly it disappears, the opportunity to do those things. And all of a sudden, now whenever we're together, we have the opportunities to sit down at the table together and, and have dinner or uh, I'll sit upstairs and, and watch a movie. It was interesting last night, my oldest daughter, uh, we're, we're sitting upstairs and uh, amidst all of the honeydews that have been taking place, my wife had been repainting the upstairs living room while I was repainting my son's room. And last night we made the decision to, you know, hang out upstairs and wasn't even a decision. We just all kind of, you know, found ourselves gravitating toward one another in this upstairs living room. And my daughter looked down and she said, you know, um, this is the first time I believe we've all sat together up here. And it was so true. I hadn't even thought about it, but uh, we'd never even taken the time in all of these years. We've been in the same house for 10 years. And I can't really remember many times where we've all sat together in that upstairs living room and just watched a movie. Um, and so it gives us the opportunity to really just enjoy one another a little bit more um, and spend time with one another. Now, that being said, um, <laughs> for, for those of you who are like me who have adult children who are, who are back at the house, uh, I'll tell you this, there are going to be uh, those moments where we're really loving it and Certainly, we don't want it to be a forever thing, but it's one of those things where it really helps to put things into context and helps you to place value on that family structure, on the family unit. And I see Nat, uh, he said, you guys are empty nesters and it's great. Um, you've, you've been enjoying time with the grandkids. Uh, so, of course, that gives you a great opportunity to do that whenever you're Everybody's at home. There's no reason why, uh, as a family, you can't be together. Now, another really good point, Nat, uh, I'm seeing our community leaders set aside what political affiliation they represent and are concerned with serving the needs of the people. Um, 
I think that's a really good point. Uh, as divided and divisive as the whole topic of politics can be, uh, I've seen some things over the last several days uh, as this virus continued to spread and it got more and more out of control. I'm starting to see sort of a shift in our culture, in the, at least whether it's temporary or not. But there's a shift in the culture in the way that we interact with one another. Um, and it's, it's one of those things where we're beginning to respect one another a little bit more. There's something about, and I, I hate to look at it this way, but there's something about having a common, a common enemy to fight. And, you know, this particular enemy doesn't have a face, it doesn't have a race, it doesn't have a nationality, it has no political affiliation. It, it, it attacks no matter who you are. It doesn't look at race, it doesn't look at gender, it doesn't look at religious affiliation. It cares not whether you're American, whether you're Hispanic, whether you are Russian or Middle Eastern. It only looks at human beings. And I think what we've seen over the last several weeks has been that this disease has helped us to be a little more human. It's helped us to learn to appreciate one another as brothers and sisters a little bit more. Now, of course, hey, it's not everybody. I still see some of the same, um, you know, every now and then I see some of those same political divisions and, and people trying to make certain things about political issues when really this isn't a political issue at all. It's, it's a human issue. It's a world issue. Um, and I think we have to come together in times like this and in situations like this and set aside our differences so that we could find common resolution to a problem. And that's one of the most inspiring and encouraging things that I'm seeing as a result of this particular issue. Uh, I'm seeing people put aside their differences so that we could come together not as black, white, American, you know, Mexican, Canadian, but as human beings, we're coming together to put together good, genuine ideas that could help resolve a world problem. And so that's one of the most encouraging things is that we're seeing one another for who we are. Every single one of us were created by God and we're brothers and sisters, no matter whether we agree with that or not. And I'm seeing us put aside our differences to focus on the common problem. Now, Susan Howard Brearley, I see that you said one of the things that you're experiencing, you're having the kids home because school is closed, having your church service online to protect uh, our elderly. And, and like I said earlier, yeah, that's, uh, those are definitely some big changes. I saw the first, uh, the first uh, emails coming out from the school district about the recorded courses and online courses for our uh, high school and middle schooler. And that is definitely going to be interesting. See, here, here's what I find to be <laughs> truly interesting about it. So uh, my two younger kids, uh, who are 15 and 13, both of them for quite some time just, you know, they, they wanted online classes, especially my, my younger, youngest daughter who's in middle school. She wanted to do her classes online. She would love to do them online. She, she's been talking about this for forever not just recently, I'm talking for the last year or two. And I'm wondering how engaged she'll be and how much work it's gonna take 
to get us to have her actually do the work now. Now that the responsibility falls solely on her, and, and she doesn't have a teacher who's nagging her, and I'll, I'll be quite honest with you. I'm one of those parents that um, I'm going to tell you the right thing to do, <laughs> and I'm going to allow you to make a decision. But here's, here's the thing. There are consequences for every decision that we make. So if you choose to make the wrong decision, I'll tell you what's right, what's wrong, and how it'll impact you. You're going to have to make the decision. So if she chooses not to do the right thing, and it impacts her negatively, now that falls squarely on her shoulders, not mine. So uh, my wife and I will be figuring out how we navigate that situation here with online schooling. Um, it's... it's uh, this is everything that we're experiencing is just completely different. And so one of the things that I'm curious about uh, from all of you guys that are that are listening in of all of the changes that you've seen taking place, because like I said, some of them are are definitely uh, things that have rattled us. Some of them are things that I find to be quite challenging. Um, what are some of the changes that you see that you you feel to be good? And what are some of the changes that you would want to see continue happening? Um, because like I said, this is a completely new normal. Everything that's taken place is outside of what we're used to. It's taken us into new territory. It's taken us to a place that we didn't anticipate being. So I'm curious of what some of those changes are. What are some of those new norms that we have taken place now that you would like to see stay? I mean, there are so many things, um, you know, I, I know a lot of people now are learning that, that they could work from home. They don't have to be in the office every day. And, and perhaps maybe that's something that uh, you'd like to see stay around. There, there are other situations where we see a number of different entities and organizations. I see things like retail businesses. And being someone who, who's been in retail, uh, I know just how, how challenging it could be. I know... Uh, how long the hours can be and you know seeing some of the situations where we have retailers now who are closing their businesses instead of staying open till 10 and midnight and some some locations 24 hours we have them now closing at eight or nine o'clock and you know there are retailers who are opening later and and setting different business hours and I wonder if these are things that could change for the better for people's lives because when you think about it, um, <laughs> Ken Gidry, you're a character. So, so uh, Ken, Ken said the one, the one thing he's wondering is, who cuts my hair? <laughs> so that, that's really funny, Ken. Um, obviously someone who can't see while they're cutting. Um, but, but I wonder really, um, what, what changes would you like to see remain? What are some of the things that you feel have been good changes? I definitely, for one, feel like uh, we could definitely place more value on people's lives and time um, as a society. I, and I know we, we are a capitalist nation. We're capitalists by, by nature. This is kind of uh, one of the things that defines us. But uh, my question is, can we still do the same things that we do? Can we still have the same... Uh, freedoms and the same drive and desire to, to create, to generate, and do it in a l more limited capacity while still producing the same results. And I believe that we can. I believe these are things that 
would actually benefit people uh, if we continue to make these changes or continue to move forward with these changes. So these are all things that, you know, I've really been thinking about over the past several weeks or past several days, rather. Um, it seems like several weeks, but I think we're only on like day nine or ten, uh, I believe. And who knows what, what uh, the next several days hold for us because, as we pointed out, things seem to be changing on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, Susan, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Having more family time, slowing us down. And, you know, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I believe that's exactly what's happening. I believe that God intentionally is allowing things to take place the way that they're taking place to get our attention. I think in, in many ways, this is a sounding of the alarm. Uh, we've been moving so rapidly in everything that we do. We're, we're consumed with constantly being on the go and seeing what we can do next, what we can accomplish next, what next thing do we have to get to. Our society is always so busy, and it seems as though in all of the busyness, we seem to lose track of the things that are important. I believe that this is an opportunity for us to really take a step back, take a deep breath, and reevaluate the things that we're placing value on. Um, so, Matt, you, uh, I believe that this situation has helped me to think outside of the box to continue serving in the uh, automotive industry, I've found ways to serve our clientele without cutting them, without putting them at risk by doing house calls for sales and service, essentially buying a car while sitting at your home, getting home service for oil changes and repairs. Absolutely. And, and you know what? You see a lot of that taking place right now where people are becoming more resourceful, getting creative, thinking outside the box, as you put it, uh, coming up with ways to meet one another's needs. You know, some of the other great things that I've seen in the course of this is people reaching out to other individuals who they might not normally, uh, you know, reach out to. Just saying, are you okay? Uh, just placing value on one another and, and hoping that, you know, in some way we could find a way to serve one another as brothers and sisters and uh, as humankind. Um, and I believe that's, uh, that's one of the great things about... Uh, challenge. Challenge really reveals a, an individual's character and it places the things that are important right before us so that we can't uh, misinterpret what they are. And so um, I believe that that's one of the things that we have the opportunity to get out of this is to determine how we could serve one another in a more meaningful way despite the challenges and the limitations that we have to interact with one another. Um, you know, for me, just getting online here and being able to talk with uh, with you guys and kind of share some insight. Uh, to me, it's it's a just a privilege. Uh, it's a privilege to be able to share the message and to to provide a little bit of insight, to provide a little bit of hope and encouragement. And you guys, you, you don't know it, but you're doing the same for me. Uh, to to just hear how you're interacting with other people, how you're finding the silver lining rather than the cloud. Um, I think it's easy for us to get wrapped up. Um, because we get wrapped up in all of these different things that are taking place and we get so focused on the cloud, sometimes we miss the fact that there is a silver lining around. And this is, this is something where we have the opportunity to take a step back and find what's really taking place around us. 
Um, so I'm reading here, Miss King. Uh, I'm off because the kids are out of school. Wesley is still working because he works in a fabrication shop. Um, Brandy was laid off because she works in a casino. James is retired, uh, so he was already home. We play a lot of games and talk more. This affects me in a negative way in that I can't visit with my 100-year-old dad. Oh, that's that's got to be tough. I could understand that, and that's hard for me. I was able to shop for him and had to talk with him from a distance. Growing up, you couldn't shop on Sundays. You're home with your family, and I think God is trying to tell us that we need to get back to him. Miss King, uh, I couldn't agree with you more on that. Um, this, is, this is one of those very rare uh, situations where I believe that God is, is almost audibly speaking to us. Where, you know, he, he, his statement is so loud right now that he, he's, he's making it bold and plain for us that we have, to, we have to really start putting life back in perspective and placing value on the things that are indeed important. Um, some of us have, have gotten so far away from the important things in life, the important things around us. As you stated, our family. Uh, spending time with one another, really placing value on one another. And I think that's the most important thing that we could do. Um, so, you know, as we, as we continue to navigate going forward, guys, um, I think the most important thing that we can remember in this entire situation is to be there for one another. I think that's the whole core of what God is trying to bring us back to, being there for one another. We are in this together, and I think that's what we're starting to understand. Uh, it, it takes a, a common challenge for us to realize that it's only when we work together collectively that we begin to find solutions to our problems and that we begin to understand the fact that we're really not very different. Um, it doesn't matter what you look like. It, it doesn't matter uh, you know, where you come from. It doesn't matter what your background is. The only thing that matters is that we are a common people working toward a common goal. And, you know, we're here to help one another get to the finish line together at the end of this race. And if we could keep our, our focus on that, I think there's, there's really nothing that could stop us uh, from accomplishing the ultimate purpose that we have collectively been put here for. And that's to serve God. And whatever capacity that it is that we were gifted or equipped to do that in, that's ultimately what we are here to do. So uh, that being said, guys, I know there are going to be, you know, many more challenging days ahead. And I look forward to navigating the challenge because I know ultimately that God is in control of everything that's taken place. I know that he has uh, a plan in place for everything that's happening. And I know that, as his word says, his plan is to prosper us and not harm us. Uh, I know that there are several people who are dealing with difficulties and challenges right here at this moment who, though I say those words, it might not make sense at the time. But again, if we take a step back, sometimes it's, it's hard to see the picture when we're standing in the frame. And right now we're standing dead center in the frame. But whenever we get beyond this moment, I think we'll take a look back and we'll see that the challenge that we went through wasn't to break us, but to refine us, to help make us better, to bring us together as a community of people, as a society 
that is for the world, not for a single nation or a single country. Um, I believe that right now our eyes are being opened and we're being awakened to the fact that we need one another. And, you know, I can't wait to be here for you. And I hope that when the moment comes that each and every one of you will also be there for me. Um, just to provide a word of hope, a word of encouragement, uh, to hopefully make one another laugh. Ken Guidry, every time I see that goofy picture of you, I get a little chuckle out of it, brother. So, <laughs> so... Uh, Ken, Ken has been a friend of mine for, I think we're going on somewhere around 22, 23 years now. Uh, it's been quite some time, so uh, he's been a, a great friend of mine, and uh, I love him. Uh, he's always good for, for making me laugh, so uh, thank you, Miss Eileen King. Uh, it was great sharing the message with you. That being said, guys, if you got something out of this, uh, I would ask you to join me every single Sunday as we record the podcast. And also, uh, I would ask you to look up the Blueprint Podcast with Melvin Banks. It's available on all major platforms. Uh, it is available, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, any other one you could think of. We are there. We are available on it. Uh, I would ask you to like the show and share it. Share it and then share it again. Uh, there are many people who could use the message who I hope could benefit from what we're doing and what we're sharing. Uh, we do this every week, and it is my distinct privilege to be able to share this uh, show with you guys. So thank you all for being a part of it. Thank you all for jumping on. And I look forward to sharing the message with you whenever we uh, join again next week. Thanks, guys. Have a blessed week. Stay safe. And above all things, wash your hands and Hey, if you're at a grocery store, be nice. Uh, only, only purchase what you need and make sure we leave some for the next person. Thanks, everybody. 